0: God's Design Episode 2 Relationships. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church. We're glad you've joined us today. Whether you are an adult, a youth or somewhere in between, we're glad to have you here tuning in. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host and I'm joined by our youth pastor, Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Awesome. Um, so we are walking through a series together yeah yeah Yeah, so we're
1: walking through a series um, just focusing on God's design of things and what does that look like in our lives and kind of how are things God designed meant to be and kind of how does that relate to our lives today and how do we walk with that Um,
0: yeah live it out how do we live it out yeah so
1: um, so obviously we're talking about relationships Um, so when we speak of relationships I don't just mean, you know, intimate relationship. I don't just mean dating or if you're married or yeah. I don't, I don't just mean that. I mean, these are relationships that we have of all people. Um, so each of these relationships that we have with people, you know, is focused on, you know, friendships. It's focused on possibly those people that, um, who are, are in intimate. I think this can kind of relate to everyone. There's a reason sure. we talk relationships, um, so much. We're also going to be talking about, you know, our relationship with God, you know, how, how is that meant to be? And, um, I think the first area we have to look at, um, and it's the key verse that we're going to be using, uh, especially for this one, is Matthew 22, verse 37 and 39. And that is, um, thou, shalt love the Lord, um, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all their heart and with all their soul and with all their mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second um, is like un- is like unto it. Thou shalt love um, thy neighbor as themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this verse, there's a lot going on in it um, yeah. and this, this, it changes many things. and there's a reason this verse is so important and you know, not only important in Jesus' time, but also in our time
0: mm-hmm.
1: as well. Yeah, so there's a reason why we have such a high importance on this verse, especially in our church today. Um, you no, know, we actually talk about, I think this is one of the most talked about verses that we have in our church today. Just being able to love thy neighbor, being able to love, um, show love to others, be show kindness to others. We're really centered on the idea of love and showing it to others and making sure that people are good. And there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do first though, it's a thing called a hermeneutical approach. Mm-hmm. So hermeneutical approach is if you want to close your eyes and imagine it. Um, imagine two pieces of land separated by water. Okay. And it's, a, it's like a river it's separated. Sure. Well, the only way that we can truly understand what happens on the other side is to build a bridge to it. Right. So we build a bridge from one side to the other. Now, the one side is Jesus' time. The other side is our time today. Sure. The river is time. Yep. And the bridge is our hermeneutical understanding that we get from it. It's Mm kind of how do we translate. It's the translation over. Um, So we have to look at what is going on in this verse. Why is Jesus saying what he is saying? Mm-hmm. And what does it mean historically in that context? So I think that's really important for us to understand. If we can understand what it means historically, we it's easier than to just...
0: It's easier to pull it across that bridge to our time. Yeah, yeah.
1: because if we just take what the words are and say, that's how they match up. Words have different meaning, different phrases, and... Yeah. Like, well, it's lo- also
0: translated from a different language, right? Exactly. And if you've ever spoken two languages, you'll know that some things don't just...
1: Well, it's not just that's translated from two languages is an ancient language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to view it not only as ancient language and then its common language that would be today and then into English. Yeah. That's so difficult. Yeah. And the people who translate and are translators and do this, I don't envy <laughs> them at all because that's just so hard. Um, so what does it mean historically about what Jesus is talking about? Historically, to what Jesus said, you know, in Matthew 22, the verse we just read, this would have left people shocked. But like, this was shocking things to say. Yeah. Because not only, like right before this, the Pharisees Pharisees have just asked Jesus, you know, what is the most important law? Mm-hmm. What is it? You know, it would be, for them, it would be focusing on, you know, cleansing or a different thing, yeah. physical things. That yeah, would like be. Wa- their,
0: they were really big on washing their hands and, and like all that kind of They huge on their
1: laws. They had so many laws. They had more laws than God actually intended because they just kept mm-hmm. expanding and expanding and expanding. Oh, God, we we'll obviously want this. And the Pharisees were very common on doing this. So the fact that Jesus says, this is the most important law. And it, I really wonder when they're having this conversation. Because we, we read these conversations that happened. It's kind of crazy. They're writing about this, but these are conversations that happened. People yeah. spoke this. Did Jesus pause? Was he like, hmm, let me think about that. Or was he just like, this is it. Probably not. I, I feel like he just gave it. Like I, he was,
0: I imagine him being like, yeah, I know what this is. Let me tell you. <laughs> I feel
1: like he was, he did. Like he I was, think he was
0: very direct, he wasn't was he? was someone who
1: like, yeah. this question came, he was like, this is the answer. And I think that will, that's what would shock people more is not only what the answer is, but how someone answers it. It's the actions they take with it. Yeah. Words are only so powerful as the actions that follow those words that make it even more right. powerful. So I think what Jesus was doing here and living what out what he was even saying shows the shock value of it. So Jesus is saying to love the Lord thy God with all their heart and soul and with all their mind. That's not a new concept necessarily to the Jewish people. Yeah, okay. To the Jewish people, that wouldn't be a necessarily new concept. You know, to love God. Love is a little bit of a stretch. It's more fear.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were really big into that.
1: Yeah, fear to fear God. Yeah. And, you know, we don't usually like to use that language today. We don't like to use the word fear to fear God. I think they're still relevant in that. Mm-hmm. But I think in our world today, we don't really translate that over as uh, a thing we like to focus on. Now, yeah. Especially not in the BIC circle. Yeah, More in a Baptist circle or um, other circles, I would say fear is used a little more.
0: Well, correct me if I'm wrong, though. I don't think it... I don't think God intends us to be, like, scared or no. terrified of Him. I think it was more erring on the side of, like, respect, not want to disappoint. Like, more yeah. in that vein rather than to be, like, shaking in our boots that God's going to smite us, you know?
1: Yeah, but we also have to look at how the relationship with the Israelite people went. Mm-hmm. There was a common thread of Israelite people where yeah, they you do some... something, you fail. You do something, yeah. you fail. You do something, you fail. And it was a constant repeat. So I think the idea of fearing God would have been actually a lot higher than people would assume assumed because it's mm-hmm. after after the exile, 400 years, 600 years. Between 400 600 years. You want a calculator? I, no, I need, a, I need my <laughs> university textbook. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a certain amount of 100 years after, you know, exile and they're back and all of that. So Pharisees would have really cracked down on these laws, mm-hmm. these rules, everything. Which almost makes it harder, this concept that Jesus is talking about to you, to love the God of all your heart and your mind and your soul. Yeah. Because if you're focused just on the laws, you're not really breaking through in that relationship. Mm-hmm. So people would have been shocked. The Pharisees would have been shocked. People would have been, hold on, we're supposed to what?
0: Yeah, we're like seriously
1: all the time. Yeah, yeah. and not only that, the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. That would have been mind blowing mm-hmm. to the Jewish people. One because of who their neighbors are. Yeah, because this isn't just referring to you know your next door neighbor. No, this amen. is referring to your geographical country neighbor like this is the the palestinians this is mm-hmm. these are the egyptians these are these are the people that they don't like the edomites the um the moabites these are yeah, all people. they don't get along with them they historically. don't get along historically mm-hmm. so jesus is actually saying it's important to love them as you love yourself saying that we there doesn't need to be this hate filled relationship yeah. but you're meant to show love and compassion what Jesus says reshapes our society's thinking hugely, and we still see the effects of it today. Yeah. In schools, we talk about this. Yep. I love that in public schools people don't realize it, but there's so many Christian things in public schools. <laughs> there's so much Christian Fewer teaching. Fewer than
0: when I was. I don't. Did you ever go to school, like elementary school, and you said the Lord's Prayer every morning? No, no, no,
1: no. We never did that.
0: No, I did. When I was a child in elementary school, we stood for O Canada, and then we all said the Lord's Prayer together in public school every day yeah. well i i'm trying to remember when they quit doing that but like that must have been like most of my yeah. elementary career we said the lord's prayer in the yeah. morning
1: i would say there's things that we talk about now in school that we don't realize are christian people don't realize are christian such it's as? become it's such a m- mundane thing mm-hmm. in our head like loving thy neighbor showing kindness and respect and those to others a Christian thought actually. Jesus yeah. actually brings it up. Um,
0: so are you, are you referring to things like Pink Shirt Day where we wear a pink shirt for anti-bullying? Is that what you're referring no, to?
1: No. I would say more like um, like you're taught in the younger grades that it's, in, it's important to be able to show love and respect. You're meant to treat others how you oh, would like to be treated.
0: Golden rule. Golden
1: yeah. rule. Right? Yes. Golden rule.
0: Yeah. We've just taken the Jesus out t- of it. They've
1: yeah. taken the Jesus out of it. But it still comes from that. Yeah. There's many sure. things within our society, especially Canadian society, mm-hmm. which is built on Christian foundation. Yes. You can look at our legislation, our constitution. There's a lot in there. Yeah. A lot of language that is actually used that people don't realize. Um, so what Jesus says actually reshapes society to its core. Because in this time, there would have been much different. Um, let's, look, let's look at slavery, for example. Okay. Ancient time slavery was much different to the slavery that we know of. Okay. So slavery in ancient time was more like if you owe someone a debt, you would then be a slave to them until that debt is paid off. Sure. That's what it is. it's like an IOU. I'm going to work for you because I owe you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's essentially what a slave was. M- most times, there was the times where slavery was how we picture it, where you sell someone or you take people or yeah, that happens against their will. That yeah. happens. But in Jewish society culture, it was usually the the first that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, people did not show love to their slaves, even though they were people that say, oh, dumb, they were, they were of lower class. So you want to show love to them. Okay. Jesus is saying to show love to them as you show love to yourselves. And people were very prideful. You mm-hmm. understand? People were very, it's the same as today. People have always been prideful. We pride ourselves on our appearance, on our dress. When we go out, say, if you were to walk in, downtown niagara falls
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's certain people you avoid or you say you don't necessarily show that love and compassion to necessarily because of how they look or how they are kind of walking or yeah. certain things it's the same as in jesus time it, this idea reshapes society and say no no no. love those people as well love the people who we are unsure to love love the people who we hesitate yeah. because those are the ones that need it the most yeah what Jesus says is the greatest is this, you know it's is the greatest commandment that we have you know to love the Lord that God off all our heart um, but also to love our neighbors as ourselves is the greatest commandment we have in our world today because we need it in our world today mm-hmm. especially in Jesus' time look the Jewish people were under the foot of the Romans yeah not only that if you're actually to zoom out just from the Jewish people if you're to zoom out from the Jewish people and a lot of people don't do this, especially I find with um, talking about um, Christianity. Zoom out from Israel for at this time of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Rome was not only in um, Israel. It was in Egypt. It was in the mm. North Africa. It was everywhere. It went from the coast of Spain to essentially past Israel mm. into Iraq.
0: Mm, I don't know if I knew that.
1: Rome That's was interesting. Yeah. So it went all the, way, all the way up to England. And all the way to the top of Africa and into Africa. Wow. That's how big the Roman Empire was at this time. Yeah. These guys had everything. Yeah. So what happened was Jesus is in a time, not only for Israel, which is hard, the world is hard. People are oppressed all over because of this whole idea of a Roman Empire. Yeah. In Rome, if you were to commit a crime in the Roman Empire, if you were not Roman, you had... 75% 75% chance of death from oh, that. Wow. Like it, if you commit a crime, you're most likely going to be executed for it Yeah. or thrown in prison for the rest of your life. If you were Roman, you'd be transported back to Rome and you'd get a trial. So you can see where the oppressiveness can can seep in. Yeah. It can be very huge. What Jesus says reshapes society to its whole. It's saying not only for the Jewish people to love their neighbors, it's saying for the Romans to love their neighbors, it's saying for the Egyptians to love their neighbors we don't we view this i find constantly just in the context that only jewish people would be affected by this mm-hmm. there was gentiles following jesus yeah. there was people from different cultures and backgrounds and languages all following jesus at this point the fact that he says this and we have writings that go all through not only the middle east but into africa into europe about this it reshapes society as a whole
0: mm-hmm.
1: did society follow generally not well not the best <laughs> um so how do we bridge this into our world today? Mm-hmm. So I think first is who are we meant to love? In our world today, who are we meant to love because of this? Now, is it your next door neighbor?
0: Well, yes. I'm, I'm going to ask you the opposite question.
1: Okay, who are we not meant to love?
0: Yeah. I, Can you think of anyone? You want to put anyone on that list?
1: <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm kidding, I'm uh, kidding. I, no, because God tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves. We live in the most connected world that there has ever been. Yes. Every day oh, we progress, yeah. then we, our world is more connected. Our world is shrinking. Even though we live in Wayne Fleet so and have terrible internet because we have clouds in our sky, <laughs> as Renee Keevitz says. Oh, um, you're
0: just spoiled by your city boy internet.
1: <laughs> okay, when you download something at home, all when right, you download right. something at, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay. This is for all the country people. When you download something at home and it says like downloading at something MBPS, yeah. what's the highest you've ever seen?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like 15, 18, yeah, 20. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah.
1: I was downloading at 500 oh. in the city. Aww. 30 gigabyte download took me 15 minutes. I did it out here. How long that would take? 11 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. There is a big difference and there's something to be upset about. Welcome
0: outside. to Wayne Fleet, West. Welcome to Wayne Fleet. Yes. Yes. It's fine. Stupid clouds. Um,
1: <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> getting back to this. I don't think there's anyone out there that we're not meant to love. Yeah, and that might be hard exactly. for some here. It's this. What some Jesus people, saying? Why
0: some people aren't lovable?
1: No, but what to Jesus, us, what, what Jesus is saying is not meant to be a gentle thing. Yeah, it's not. We read it in a gentle way, mm-hmm. but this is harsh. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: I should. I didn't mean some people are unlovable. Some people. Are difficult They're for difficult us to love. To love. Yes. No,
1: everyone has people in their lives that are difficult to love. That's that's natural. Yeah. Um. But I think, what Jesus is saying is a hard truth to realize. Yeah. It's not easy. We we sugarcoat it. I find a lot in our church that we say, you know, we're yeah. meant to love our neighbors, and we can do that. And it's like, you know how difficult that is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's
1: so difficult.
0: It is difficult.
1: I mean, so who so who are we meant to love? It's not just your neighbor it's you know the people down the streets people in your Mm -hmm. community it's the people in your country it's the leaders it's the people from across the world who are a different ethnicity of you it's
0: i think it's anyone you interact with really it is
1: but we live in the in the generation right now there's never been more connected in the world
0: Mm -hmm.
1: through technology we also live in one of the most uh Intercultural countries in the mm-hmm. world.
0: When we can, travel, we can travel, so much easier. We're not taking a slow boat across the ocean. We can like so fly in a few hours. It's
1: not like in Jesus' time, where people have said, "Well, how am I meant to, you know, love those in Rome? I'm not going to ever see them." Mm-hmm. For our time, you could jump on many different apps and talk to someone from Rome. Yeah. Like, we're meant to show love to everyone because this we're we're actually connected with everyone. Yeah. Well, you post on social media. Everyone can see it. Yep. What you message, what you put out into the world, everyone can see it. Everyone mm-hmm. hears it, which is a crazy thought to begin with. But yeah. So what what we're getting at is the importance on showing love to others. It, mm-hmm. and it's needed because if we don't, if we don't keep this up, it, we cause more pain than anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how can, how can we show I know we're probably thinking, like, what are the practical things? You know, How can we show love to our neighbors?
0: Yeah, how does that look?
1: Well, I think there's a few different ways we can. But the first one, I think that's something really important, is time. Mm. It's time.
0: Yeah. That's, our, that's our, com- or so our only commodity that we can't ever get back. You can spend your money, and you can make more money. Yeah,
1: you can donate. You can do all that. Yeah, sure. but, your, but time, your time,
0: you can't make more pe- time.
1: People... Put a downgrade on time. I find mm-hmm. they really do. Cause it's like, oh, you know, I don't necessarily like when we're talking about doing certain things. We're like, oh, I can give up my time for that. As yeah. soon as it's showing love to someone else, it's like mm, I have to go do something. Yeah, because that that time where it's not focusing on ourselves, it's harder. Yeah, yeah. When we when we have to give up our time, sacrifice our time to show mm-hmm. others love, we don't like to do that, especially in our society. Our society is so focused on time, getting things done. There's a common phrase in our society about time. Do you know it? Know what? Um, I wish there was more than 24 hours in a day.
0: Oh, yeah. Sometimes I, I know, wish every, that. Everyone has said that. Yeah, for sure. Everyone has said that. I wish yep. there was
1: more more than 24 hours in a day. Well, even if there was more than 24 hours in a day, you'd still feel it. Yeah. So what do we fill our time with? That's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. and I think it's important for all of us to fill our time with being able to show love to others. Yeah. Now,
0: well, and like, uh, was it Renee that said there's a cost? Love cost. Love should cost us something. Love costs. True love. And I think time. And is time is thing. a big one.
1: Time yeah. is a big one. Look, and showing love is not just going to mean oh, I'm just going to sit in someone's presence and that's what I don't have to say anything. No, sometimes you gotta, like what Renee said, it's going to hurt a little bit. Yeah to show someone love but you. When, when we mm-hmm. can care for someone that makes a difference mm-hmm. when, when you walk someone through a mental health struggle
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's painful yep. it hurts in ways that we can't imagine we don't get why it hurts us but it hurts it surely only hurt the person who's struggling but it hurts ourselves yep. walking people through it, giving them our time is something that I think we need to be able to do more um, the other thing you know in the hermeneutical approach that we talk about in our world today. Does it still matter? Does it still matter yeah. that we show this love? Live in a world of 7. What, five billion people now? Yeah. Seven something billion people. And do we have to show love? There's plenty of people out there that can do it, right? Of course. Because we're called to do that. We're called to do it. Yeah. See, it matters because we're called to because God is living inside all of us. He's expressing this thing and this gift that's inside all of us called love mm-hmm. to go and to show with others canadians we got a head start on this yeah <laughs> yes like uh, anyone comment on this who here has held the door open for someone in an awkward amount of time
0: oh yes oh yeah <laughs> like they're they're
1: across the parking lot but you see them yep. like you come I'm in here yeah down. we're just gonna open up there's no wait for it yeah we do it yep
0: absolutely i'm showing comments to
1: someone yeah the most unpolite kind of kindness I've ever seen in my life but it's kindness because then
0: you feel bad when they start to yeah. like trot or like hustle a little bit or and you're like oh if you see someone
1: hold the door for you and you're far away and you're like oh and you're like you just start jogging just a little bit it's like darn
0: it you gotta book it a little bit and yeah. then it's
1: so awkward like thanks and then yeah. you just keep going and it's like oh yeah.
0: and then you hold the next door for that and way. then it's like the little door <laughs> there's two doors yeah.
1: and it's like oh, I'll just hold this one for you I got you and it's like it's <laughs> not the same <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, but that's kind. That's it's nice. kindness. <laughs> it's
1: kindness. But I think it matters to show love in our world today. We have to. Yep. I'm putting a big emphasis on somebody we have to because it's a harsh reality. Because if we don't, what are we doing? Yeah. If we don't, what is the point to this? If we're not out there showing love to others, showing the love that God has been able to give to us, mm-hmm. are we truly active in this thing that we call faith? Are we truly active in it? Because if we're not being out there and showing this love to others, Mm -hmm. what God is calling us to do, the the greatest commandment, this is the first and the greatest commandment.
0: So, but Wes, what would you say to someone that maybe was um, not feeling like they have much to give at this point? Like, let's say maybe someone's going through a struggle themselves; They're feeling really down and they just don't feel like they have it in them to show love to others or to be kind um and they maybe are in a place where they just feel like they want to like receive some love what do you do how do you continue what do, what's your advice
1: i think it comes down to finding a community that not only you can pour into that but can pour into you as well mm-hmm. there needs to be a community I, our church community is great for that we have this yeah. thing called you know life grace where you can pour into others but people can also pour into you then yeah and catch up to you. our youth group does this our youth group does this all the time, the fact that we can be in a godly community where we can share our struggles and different I saw this for our youth on the Tuesday night where we talked about the afterlife. Yeah. People shared and people connected and shared their struggles and other people shared theirs mm-hmm. and they can't be hugged afterwards.
0: Yeah.
1: That's that's what it is. That's that's showing love to others. Yeah. Being in this kind of community shows love to others.
0: Even just listening. Just listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So not only if you're struggling with something, I encourage you the first step to be able to love others and allow them to love you. You need to reach out first, mm-hmm. because if we don't reach out, yeah, it's we it's hard to find help if you don't reach out, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, someone asked God for strength, and He gave them challenges to get over mm-hmm. to make them strong.
0: Yeah,
1: God asked. Um, for love, and giving difficult people to love. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that sometimes mm-hmm. that we ask for.
0: When you ask God for patience, he gives you the opportunities to be patient. That yeah. sort of thing, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I remember when I was in university, I asked God, you know, I really need time just to, be able to study. I need time to focus and study. And I had my internet go out two days almost.
0: <laughs> wow, God's got a that sense is just, of I humor. Was like, I was
1: like, oh, this is... I was so angry. I was like, "Oh, why is the internet out? I just want to relax. I just want to do this." And I picked up my books and I started studying. And it was like a week later, and I was like, writing an assignment in class, and I was like, "Oh,
0: yeah, Got it. yeah,
1: you did that, didn't you? Uh-huh. Cool, <laughs> cool. Yeah, see what you did there." That's funny. But this will happen in our lives, where we'll yeah. realize things like that, where you know, we'll pray for things and we'll ask for things, but God will answer them in ways we don't even think that we that He can, right? Yeah. Like our internet going out.
0: And or, in ways that are best for us. In ways that are best yeah. for us too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So kind of what you said earlier. What happens if we just can't stand someone? Yeah. What happens? You know, Um, and it's causing almost us more pain to be around them. It's causing yeah. us a lot of pain to be around them. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean pain is like annoyance. By pain, I mean it's life draining. Yeah. Like you feel like you can't keep going because you keep interacting with this person mm-hmm. and there's this wonderful book and i recommend it to a friend a, a little while ago and if this friend is listening you best be reading it <laughs> 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 um it's a wonderful book and it's called um a rule of life okay so this book walks you through creating boundaries in our life it mm-hmm. walks you through you know how do we best create boundaries in our in our life to have rules for ourselves to be able to do well and there's a, the first chapter is on relationships. And this is something that really stuck out to me. It said, make a list. Those relationships that are life giving and those relationships that are life draining. Mm-hmm. The three most life draining relationships you have. Go into prayer and actually say, do I need to cut these people out?
0: Yeah.
1: Now, so, I want to clari- um, clarify this. I want to yeah. clarify this. I, 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 was I, know just say, ask. I know what you're no,
0: going to no, ask. No, no, no. I wasn't going to ask. I was going to um, is it, add a comment is it
1: loving someone if we cut them out of, our, out of our lives
0: yeah so here's what i was gonna say i i have never called it cutting someone out okay what i say is you just ha- sometimes you have to love them from afar
1: yeah that's a great example of it
0: it's not it's not so much like you're cut off you're out of my life like delete yeah. it's like i need space for my piece and your piece
1: i think this you're gonna be
0: you know a bit at arm's length and wish you well and don't... And it's not like
1: you stop interacting with them fully. No, no,
0: know. And you don't hate them or hate on them, yeah. but...
1: But it's allowing others to be able to develop relationships outside of just you. Yeah. Because so often in our lives, we say, well, that person needs help. Obviously, I need to be the one to go help.
0: Not always. Not always. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's
1: best for others to help. So what I'm saying is, in this, like sometimes the people we have to keep at arm's length, mm-hmm. there's it's times when we have to do that because ultimately it's going to lead them down a path where they can have more love in their life. Mm -hmm. But they can experience more love where you can even show them a greater love than what you were able to at close range. Mm -hmm. I think that's something really important. We don't talk about that today. No. But I think that gives us a really good example. Um, Yeah. So at the end of it, when this is all said and done and everything about this, what does it really come down to? I think it comes down to this four-letter word that we like to throw around a lot, but it's love. Mm -hmm. The fact that God has given us this gift and it's inside all of us. It is inside all of us, this gift that we have to be able to show love to others. But the greatest relationship we can have is with God. And it's the fact that we have this gift from God that we can do that with. Mm -hmm. Look, the human heart pushes away from God constantly. Mm -hmm. And when we can choose God through the gift that he has given us of love I and mean, we can choose God and focus on this relationship with him because that's where we're meant to be we're meant to be in a relationship with God so I know we've spent a long time today talking about you know, relationships with other people and how do we practically love someone and loving our neighbor and what does that look like we've really focused on the second part of that verse but we have to remember that this is the first and greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mm-hmm. mind, your soul. Now, this is no easier than the what we've just been talking about. This is the relationship that you can't see God. Yeah. You can't feel him. You can't touch him. And it hurts. A one-way phone call hurts. Yeah, But the fact is, it's not a one-way phone call. It may feel like it most times. <laughs> but this relationship is something that's truly important because this is the most life-giving relationship we can have yeah it's a relationship that matters the most
0: would you say we have to lean into that relationship before we can love others
1: I think so but I'm gonna say this I was first loved by I first recognized the love of others before I was able to recognize the love of God in my life
0: mm.
1: not growing up in a Christian home or anything like that I, I never really knew what God was about yeah and I'm not trying to botch on my parents. Not what I'm trying to do. I just I, we never talked about that. Yeah. So sure. I didn't really know what that was about. So I first fell in love with the community, and then I realized who this Jesus guy was. Yeah. And I think that in order to love others, do we need to love God first? Not always, because I think it's easier to love some people. It's mm-hmm. it can be really easy to love people sometimes. Yeah. There's people we enjoy being around. There's people we find comfort and joy and all these things around but I think we do need to lean on God because even those relationships can get hurt Mm -hmm. things happen in our lives where every relationship can be tested and hurt and things happen and that's why the greatest relationship we can have is with God because it's the one relationship out there that will never leave you
0: Mm -hmm. or let you down
1: it's the one relationship out there that will never leave you or let you down so as we're finishing up and as we're kind of coming to the end of this podcast, the second episode, I just want us to kind of remember two things. One is the importance of being able to love others and how we can do that. And that's, we can do this together and that's not something that we just do alone, um, especially in our world today that is so connected that we can be able to show that love to others. And the last thing that I want us to remember... Is the greatest the greatest relationship we can have is with God, that yeah. even when everything else fails, even when all other relationships fail, the fact that we can have this relationship with God is one that never ends, mm-hmm. because His love for us is way, way, way bigger than anything we can find here.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Wes. That's a great. Those are great thoughts to leave off on. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Wes, if you have questions or um, you just want to know more about what all of this means, he'd love to hear from you. You can email him at wes at And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback, i would love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at So thank you for tuning in today and I uh, hope you have a great week. And we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Bye. Ah.